0: You may be seated. I am not going to take long. I know the hour we talked this morning about joy in spite of circumstances and the famous, what we call Christmas carol, Joy to the World, which really wasn't a Christmas carol, and I hate to ruin it for you, but it's about the second coming of the Lord. And how that still the Apostle Paul was very much um, uh, showing the church uh, in Philippi, the, the book of Philippians, on how to have joy in spite of circumstances. And uh, talked about basically taking the focus off of yourself, putting it on uh, the Lord, recognizing that uh, <clears throat> there, the word says that uh, Job had said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. He also shall be my salvation. That's uh, vital, knowing that people are praying for you, can be encouraging and strengthening and the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ, stirring that up. And uh, I got, I did not show this slide where Paul had already written in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, and I know I read Wednesday night about some of the things that he had been through. And Paul said, therefore, seeing we have this ministry as we have (coughs) received mercy, we faint not. In the Greek, that was, we don't lose heart. And I know that, can be overwhelming, and at times, you know, our heart is uh, able to get off track, and it's desperately wicked, and I I get all of that, <clears throat> but in this hour, you need to have uh, a heart uh, checkup and say, Lord, I don't want to lose heart in this hour, uh, and how do you do that? By a, a stirring up the gift of the Holy Ghost, letting the word wash through you, relying on the prayers of the saints. Why? With groanings. Why? So that on some level, the joy of the Lord returns and that's where your strength is. The joy of the Lord is my strength. In fact, uh, in that same chapter in 2 Corinthians, he says, again, for this cause we faint not or don't lose heart. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Now notice that the outward yet the inward, the light affliction, but for a moment works a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look at the things which are are seen, not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary. But the things which are not seen are eternal. What are you saying? On some level, you have to get your focus off of the material, the physical, and put it on the spiritual. You know, and I know we're a materialistic world, and it's uh, how many toys you have and what you have and what you don't have, but it's something, there's something more important than what you have in the bank account, and that's, is it well with my soul? You remember the story of the rich man that built barns, and he said, I'm gonna have to tear down and build bigger barns, but that night, his soul was required. What are you saying? There is a spiritual aspect. Not only spiritual, but you keep your eyes on the future over the present. The Bible talks about how did Jesus endure the cross? By looking forward to the joy that was set before him. And I understand that, you know, in this moment of, of, you know, what I'm going through, Paul said, I don't look at this, I look down the road. Then he said, I focus on the eternal and not the temporal. A powerful statement and then one that sometimes it's easy to forget. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. It's all just temporary. No matter what kind of phone you get, there comes with one that's better. No matter what kind of computer, no matter what kind of house, no matter what kind of beautiful church, some point you're gonna have to tear out the bathroom walls and repair and fix, huh? Why? Because it's not eternal, it's temporal. And then maintaining our humility and a need for God. That's another reason why sometimes we find ourselves going through things. Paul said, "I had a thorn in the flesh in Second Corinthians, and he said, "It was there to keep me humble because of the amazing revelations that I was having." So here we are, you know. You say, well, Lord, I don't understand why I'm going through this. Jesus said in John the 16th chapter, truly, truly, I say unto you, you shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice. You shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. As a woman, when she travails, is in travail, hath sorrow." because her hour has come. But as soon as she delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for the joy that a man is born into the world. And now, ye now, therefore, have sorrow. I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice. Your joy no man taketh from you. In that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto you, whatsoever you ask in the name, of the Father in my name, I will give it to you. Hitherto you've asked nothing in my name, ask, and you shall receive that your joy. How do you have joy in spite of the circumstances? That you just keep asking. You just keep saying, Lord, you know what I need. Lord, you know what you, I, 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 here's what I would like. Oh God, I don't understand. I, if you're not careful, you can start having a pity party and you can start being overwhelmed. You see, Paul realized when he told this church, and I know these slides, I, in fact, the very first chapter of 2 Corinthians, he started off the whole book by saying, "'Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, "'the Father of mercies, the God of all comfort.'" <clears throat> Sister Leslie brought a shawl that her mother had made, a comforter, a, a mo- uh, put around Sister Susan's shoulders tonight. And I understand that's just symbolic of the comfort The comfort of the Holy Ghost. He comforts us in all our tribulation. What are you saying? When we are going through it, I am so thankful. There is a sweetness, there is a presence of the Lord. You know, that when you're when you're on the top of the world and everything's going, there is not the depth of whenever all of a sudden you're walking, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will feel the comforting hand and presence of Almighty God. I want to tell you, that's that's just the way it is. All of a sudden, you may say, I don't know, you know. I'm overwhelmed but there is a comfort that in all our tribulation and why does he do this so that we can comfort others that are in trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God for as the sufferings of Christ abound in us I don't like this part but he said as the sufferings of Christ abound in us so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, he said, it is for your consolation and your salvation. What do you mean? When you're going through it, you're in the valley, and the Lord begins to comfort you, and the Lord wraps his presence around you, you know what he's doing? He's not going to waste that. At some point, he's going to want you to pray for somebody else. At some point, he's going to want you to comfort somebody else. Tell them, you know what? God is able... God's able to keep you, God's able to make a way where there seems to be no way, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation, and our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as you are partakers of the suffering, so ye be also of the consolation. What are you saying? The Lord doesn't leave you and then walk away. Doesn't fill you with the Holy Ghost and then walk away. No matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter how overwhelming it is, I am telling you, there is a sweet presence of the Holy Ghost. We've felt it tonight. We have worshiped, and I thank you. We've seen, and uh, I, I know you say, Pastor, we're all going through it. Yes, and I know we've got battles from one area to another. We didn't know. We started the service knowing, not knowing that Uh, my wife's mother would be on en route to a hospital and you say, well, oh my, what's going on? What's going to happen? I am thankful there's a comforting presence of Almighty God, no matter what you're going through, that you can just feel as it were almost a, a prayer shawl around your shoulders. You can feel that comfort of the presence of Almighty God. Know this. That no matter what you're suffering, there is that much consolation. There is that much of the presence of God. Let's stand. In fact, let's come. We're going to pray for one another. If you feel comfortable, put your hand on somebody's shoulder. You never know what they're going through. We're pretty honest around here. We tell everybody what's going on, there still can be individuals that are going through it. I know Brother Johnny, Predmore, Moore, Kathy, been sick. <laughs> We're going to pray for them. Ask the Lord to bless them. Ask the Lord to touch them. Why? Because there's a comfort in the Holy Ghost. Let's pray right now. Let's, let's just pray for one another. Lord, we love you. Hallelujah. We thank you for your many blessings.